All Sports Talk is sponsored by Good Neighbor State Farm agents Andy Womack, Bud Morris, and Deb Ensel. Chip Walters with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates. Jennings and Ayers Funeral Home, helping families since 1880. First Bank, serving Murfreesboro, Smyrna, and all of Rutherford County. Parks Auction Company, committed to auction excellence. Creekside at Three Rivers Assisted Living. Greg Hall with Hall's Auto Care. And the Blue Raider Insider Report, sponsored by Mike Tanzel at My Team Insurance. Steve Ruckert with RAI Advisors. And Wayne Blair with Rayburn Insurance. We put the all in all sports talk. From the preps to MTSU, we've got you covered. It's all sports talk on Rutherford County's Place to Talk. Good afternoon. Welcome to All Sports Talk, a Friday edition in the borough. It's like a good weekend. Hope everybody has a good one. Be safe. You know, the summer, one thing I do like about the summer, it affords us the opportunity to go back into yesteryear or years, <laughs> as they might be in some cases, and talk to former MTSU athletes, coaches, and we got us a coach today in Tommy Smith, who was uh, with Bruce Stewart. I'll let him correct me on anything I'm wrong, but uh, I think came here around 84 into the uh, early mi- mid-90s, and uh, he was on Bruce Stewart's staff. Um, am I close in my um, uh, years you were here, Tommy? Yes, sir. That's uh, I think that's that's close enough, Monty. <laughs> All right. Um, well, talk about when you first got here. What it was like? Like I mean, you come in and the, I remember the tournament was here, and you won the tournament and got to go to the NCAA, and really got people excited about hoops again. Yeah, I, I came actually right after that. I was head coach at Cumberland, and. Uh, it was a lot of fun, a lot of excitement to try to build a program, and uh, Bruce did a great job. And the late Ralph Radford was our other assistant coach, a tremendous coach, and it was just fun to sort of build the program. and 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 we worked extremely hard. And I think the results probably showed that. Yeah, they did. And um, you know, I, I you know me as one's followed basketball since I was a kid in the alumni gym. Um, I can. You know, I can I can vividly remember every NCAA tournament game MTSU's won, and of course, you had the one I think in '89 against Florida State. But it was such a strange game because looked like y'all are gonna get blown out, and then next thing you know, y'all come back and blow them out in the second half. I think that's that's right. We were down I think 17 or 19, and went on about a 56 to 20 run. Uh, I remember Mike Buck made a bunch of threes and. What's sort of unknown about that game is Gerald Harris, our point guard, who was just terrific, held George McLeod. They're all American, way below his average. I don't remember the stats. George McLeod was about six six, and Gerald was five ten, and Gerald just shut him down. It was a remarkable performance. And then we lost the next game to Virginia. They had a point guard named John Crotty who was really, really good. We just couldn't overcome him. Yeah, I think I called him the shell answer man that night. Every time y'all make a run, he'd bury two or three in a row of course they had brian stiff too so yes they were good they were really good yeah they were but uh a lot of fun in those days um there's one thing y'all always did you know it was like you you always guys were always able to project what a player could be i mean you got guys that came in don't get me wrong and just were studs from the get-go but you know you take a a randy henry a, a chris ingram guys that you know, sat on the bench, 
the first year i remember tommy gaither told me he goes i, I, I at moorhead state he goes you know i was really kind of surprised bruce um signed him last year and he goes he goes i be, I be damn he's gonna get me fired the way he's playing <laughs> yeah we you know i think that's uh felt like we worked extremely hard and looked for the intangibles and, and tried to recruit talent and, and character too and then the development uh piece was good we practiced hard and worked hard and held those guys accountable and they didn't like to lose and you get motivated guys like that and i throw chris rainey in there and uh, late Robert Taylor, rest his soul, was terrific. These guys worked hard, and uh, Quincy Vance, and you know, there's so many more. Tim Quarter, but we had some good players who competed and didn't like to lose. Yeah, Andrew Tunstall was in that mix. Yeah, Andrew Tunstall, exactly right. Tyrus Bainham, Bam Bam, and yep, Carey, and of course, Carey's son's now coaching out at um, Providence Christian. I did not know that. Uh, good for him. Academy. He was on um, Kermit's staff uh, as a grad assistant, and then he stayed the next year as a basketball ops director for Nick McDevitt, their current coach. And then he got the opportunity to kind of really get that program up and going at um, uh, uh, PCA has done a wonderful job. I think they had won like two games the previous year, and then last year they – got better and uh, they, they've got a chance to have a really good team so i remember all those guys back in the day yeah good good fond memories sure were um of course there's so many great wins y'all had you know two uh, aside from you know just the ovc the way it was and we'll talk about the ovc in a minute um you know you beat the russians and i think only one other team had beaten them that year and that night y'all um beat uh, Michigan down at UAB's tournament. That ended up getting you in the NCAA tournament because you got upset in the conference tournament. That's right. That was, I believe, 1985. And Louisville did not get in that large bid. I was actually in Georgia playing golf with Wade Houston last week, who was an assistant on that team. And then in 86, uh, they got a bid, and, and the mid-majors didn't. But that, I remember it was a big deal for us. And, I felt like we earned it. We had a we had a really good team. Had some good wins, and and uh, that's quite an accomplishment for the school and the program. And then, of course, and talk about the OVC. Then I mean, there was some really good rivalries, and we've talked since Middles moved on to the Sun Belt and Conference USA. In the big in the long run, very good moves for Middle across the board, athletically. But it's been tough with the exception of Western Kentucky, uh, and, you know, just staying on basketball. And UAB, they've become pretty good rivals with them. But it's hard to get fired up about FAU one day and then happen to play UTEP the next weekend. Yeah, the, the landscape of college sports has changed so much. You know, we had such good rivalries with Austin P and Tennessee Tech and you go on, you know this money. They'll go on the Moorhead Easter swing, and it was just, it was so much fun, and the league was really, really good. I mean, it was, it was really, really good, and you know those rivalries have gone away. I, I, I wish they hadn't, but that's just, that's just the nature of college sports now. There's, you know, rivalries aren't quite like they, like they used to be. Now, when you um. 
I think you after that, what did you leave? About 91, 92? Yeah, somewhere in there, yeah. Of course, prior to there, there was some uh, alleged rules violations. They put you on probation. You know, I look at what they accuse you of doing and what people do now just kind of pales. I guess there was that old saying, the NCAA's so pissed at Kentucky that they gave Cleveland State three years probation. <laughs> That's right. I uh, I stayed through that and was not sanctioned or anything, and then was let go. But I think it's, it's also interesting back during those days is Bruce Stewart, rest his soul, he came out and, rec- and said we should go to conference, or I don't remember if it's Conference USA or Sun Belt, whatever. And, of course, he, you know, half the university just blasted him. And you look back, he was about 15 years ahead of his time suggesting that. Yeah, it sure was. Okay, let's kind of um, – well, i got to tell one other story, my, one of my favorite Tommy Smith stories. I'm, I'm, I'm a little bit nervous. <laughs> <laughs> um, <clears throat> I mean, it was the first time Warren's, Warren Kidd's dad had come up to see him. Of course, he was from around Birmingham area. Vincent, Alabama. Yeah, and there was no doubt who who that man was when he walked into the gym. Uh, that's that's Big Cat's dad. It's got to be, you know. So it was after the game. I can't remember who you played. Y'all won pretty pretty big. And say, Monty, I want you to meet Warren's um, uh, dad. And he goes, "This is Monty Hell. He covers." And, and we were talking, and you you said something. Well, he's doing really good for us. He's doing really good for us. And his dad said something to the fact, yeah, yeah, he he looked good. He goes, boy, I got a lot of bush hogging to, to be done. And he, Tommy didn't bat an eye. He just said, well, we kind of need him too, Mr. Kid. I'll come mow your grass for you. <laughs> <laughs> he was His name was Otis. He was a lovely man, and uh, so was Warren. That's uh, some of those stories, you know, the recruitment and those types of things. But Warren came from a very good family. It was fun recruiting him. Yeah, what a great player. Yes, I went um matter of fact, I went, you know, and saw a Hawk Sixers game uh after he was his playing days were done here and he started for the Sixers that day. Yeah, he was good. He he did and then and then got a good career overseas and, and did very well. Yeah, he was uh one of my favorites. And I tell you when he dunked it, it was with authority. Yes, he did. Uh, you better get out of his way. Yeah, there, there. You weren't going. You weren't going to get that. Keep that ball from going through. All right, we're joined today by Tommy Smith. He's a former MTSU men's assistant basketball coach back in the mid '80s, early '90s with Bruce Stewart. Uh, this portion of the show brought to you by First Bank, where the bank remain remains true to its ideals since founded in 1906. That's First Bank. We'll take a break and be right back. At McCabe Vision Center, we have added a full cosmetic line to the services that we provide. Dr. Craig McCabe. Brighten up your face and make yourself look 10 years younger. Call McCabe Vision Center. Dr. Craig McCabe at McCabe Vision Center. Look 10 years younger. We have added laser treatments. McCabe Vision Center on Heritage Park Drive, just off Memorial, behind SunTrust Bank. Hi, this is Peter Demas with Demas's Family Restaurants. Do you know somebody who has moved far away and is missing eating at Demas's? 
Well, Demas's Family Restaurants now offers many of our sauces and some of our food, such as pot roast and soup, to be shipped all across the nation. It's very simple. You just go to DemasFamilyKitchen.com and you can send an order to anybody as a gift all across this nation. You can send an order to anybody. Go to DemasFamilyKitchen.com. In Rutherford County, you know how much it means to have neighbors you can count on. I'm State Farm Agent Andy Wama, here to help life go right when you combine home and auto insurance. Call me today at 615-890-0850 and let me save you money and time. Your home, your auto, together they're where life happens. I'm State Farm Agent Andy Wama. It's smart to protect them together to help life go right. Give me a call at 615-890-0850 and let me help you say by combining your home and auto. This is Lenny Farmer with Jennings and Ayers Funeral Home. Did you know that you can plan your funeral in advance without actually paying for your funeral in advance? In other words, if it's not a convenient time to pay for your funeral, you can still choose your funeral items and we'll file them away for later. Let's consider that together. You make the decisions for yourself, and when that financial window opens up, it becomes an easier decision. Call me at 615-893-2422 and let's plan together. All Sports Talk on News Radio WGNS on FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and streaming at WGNSRadio.com. Welcome back to All Sports Talk. Joined today by Tommy Smith, former MTSU men's um, basket, assistant basketball coach. Uh, Tommy, okay, when you leave the borough, kind of take us through your journeys in. I know they were in professional ball and a lot of stuff. Yeah, uh, I went and uh, coached in the Global League. Uh, team started in Nashville, ended up in Jackson. Then I spent a couple of years in the uh, CBA in South Dakota, and from that, I went from being the director of player personnel to the CEO running the whole organization for several years and then came back and ran the Bear Trace golf courses for a while and worked for Jimmy Sexton, a sports agent. So I've done a lot of stuff and then spent 14 years at the NBA and that kind of wrapped up my career. I'm now just a retired old bum. Yeah, you're playing a lot of good golf, it looks like. I've been playing a lot. I do enjoy it. And uh, fortunate enough to be able to play, and 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 uh, I like to think I've improved a little bit. Um, I remember when you were when you were coaching down in Jackson, me and me and um, Garland, and trying to think who else it was. We went and come and saw one of your games, and your adversary coach, I believe, was Rick Barry. I remember that. I think uh, rest of soul, Fred Lovelace, probably yes. was there. Those were some great friends and great people. And then we, we did play Rick Berry and beat uh, Cassie Russell in the semifinals. So it was some that was those were some fun times. When you I don't know what you call it, it's pro ball it's pro basketball, you know, whether it's you know, the developmental league, G League, whatever they call it. Um, you know, and those guys, I mean they're there's they 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 really chasing a dream, aren't they? And some of them some of them live that dream. Well, they're you know, like the uh, Gatorade League, which originally was the development league of the NBA, then turned to the Gatorade League. I mean, the talent in those leagues is unbelievable. I, you know, it's been three years since I left the NBA, but I think fifty percent of NBA players have played in the Gatorade League, and it's really good. You know. It's just it's a matter of opportunity and being in the right system, and 
you know, the NBA, at the NBA level, they have to be able to develop players. You, you can't pay everybody $45 million a year. You know, you've got those stars. And to be successful, you've got to, you've got to have a good developmental program. And that league is very, very good. I know back when, when I was coaching the middle, I didn't know how good the CBA, the CBA was. I just, I just didn't have time to, to follow it like I do things now. But the NBA uh, Gatorade League, it is big-time talent. Um, what's the difference now in the NBA as we see it today versus when you got in it the first of your 12 years? Well, it's overwhelmingly the three-point shot. You know, uh, it's just incredible how good everybody shoots. You know, I've heard people say so-and-so should stay in college and develop. Well, that's it's the exact opposite. You develop more at the NBA. There's no, you know, time limits on how much you can work, and the resources that you have are just endless. And if you watch the finals, you know, the whole game has become pick-and-roll, drive, and pitch for a three-point shot. And, I mean, you can improve your shot, and those guys work at it. It's gotten to where they're so good. It's just it's it's unbelievable, and uh, I, I kind of like the old old days a little better. But it's no one's fault. That's just the way the game has evolved. If you can't shoot a three now, there's almost not a place for you to play. Yeah, it doesn't matter what position you play, does it? That's exactly. I always go by. You remember the Lopez twins at Stanford? Two big seven foot white twins never left the paint college. Now they're in the NBA shooting threes and making them. Yeah. Yeah, I had somebody tell me one time we were talking about the NBA, and and I don't wa- I watch it. I keep up with it on Sports Center now. When it gets to the playoffs, I really watch it because I think they're giving the full total effort. It's it's hard to give it full total effort for eighty two games, especially if you're on a five game road swing. You know, that's right. That's right. But uh, he tried. He said, "He goes, them guys can't shoot." I said, "Are you kidding me?" Look, I, I guarantee you everybody's got somebody on their team shooting 45% from three-point range. Like like Charles Barkley said, the worst player in the NBA is pretty darn good. Yeah. <laughs> um, now, what exactly did you do with the uh, NBA? Well, I started out in the team marketing business operations side, which was selling tickets and, and, and sponsorships to help the teams run their business, and then uh, the late David Stern and Adam, who was a deputy commissioner at the time, they pulled me over to the G League where I was, I was doing that and eventually got to where I was I was the vice president in charge of expansion. And we went from, I think, eight teams to like 27 in like four years, which is pretty, it's a pretty hard pace. And that, that required, you know, meeting with the NBA teams, helping them select a location, having a suitable arena, negotiating the arena lease just trying to set up their whole business structure for that and uh, it was a it was, a, it was like running a marathon but we sprinted the whole way and it, it was a lot of fun i really enjoyed it very fortunate to have that opportunity did you watch the game last night i did uh is, did golden state just run run out of gas or in that last quarter what do you think yeah in the home court and and uh uh, Jalen Brown and Marcus Smart and uh, Jason Tatum played good. They really did. And if they don't, if Boston doesn't turn the ball over, their odds of winning go way up. Yeah. And uh, and Al Al Horford just won't grow old, will he? I I kind of you know I really I don't know Al very well. I knew his dad Tito Horford very well, and Tito's just the sweetest guy ever. I remember when he was on the cover of Sports Illustrated. 
So I'm kind of rooting for Boston, for Al Horford. He's been a, pro, a good pro for a long time, and he's a great kid and a very underrated player. Yeah, he, he does. He he is one guy that kind of does all the dirty work and uh, things like that. You think back, there's a reason his college team won two straight national championships, and he's a big reason for that. Yeah. And you don't see him come back very often like they did and go back to back. That's right. That's right. It's probably the last one we'll see for a long time. But um, right. so it's pretty pretty fulfilling career in pro basketball, wasn't it? Well, yeah, I guess so. I've done a lot of different things, and it was a lot of fun. You know, the NBA was great. I, when these finals started, I, I'd go to the finals every year and see all the games and and I guess I got out at the right time because I haven't missed it. Because I, you know, I traveled 40, 45 weeks a year, and uh, it, it, it does wear on you. But it was it was a great opportunity. I loved it. It was, it was so much fun getting to to know Adam Silver and David Stern was quite exciting. And uh, to, to just be around and through that, you meet a lot of people in MLB and NFL and the whole merry-go-round. So it was a lot of fun. I really enjoyed it, and I uh, uh, was very fortunate to do it. You know, I think, too, one thing about the NBA, you know, we're in an area right here that's, you know, football-driven and crazy, but in those the, in the markets that they're at, they do a great job marketing their product. No doubt. It's the best in the world. And uh, the, 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 you know, the, the talent is great at, at all sports, baseball, football, and basketball. And, when, you know, Running a league is hard. You've got 30 different teams all want to do things their own way. That's why I'm very I'm a little partial to guys like Adam and, and Roger Goodell and Rob Banford. It's not easy. You know, you get everybody's a critic. And uh, running a league is very difficult. It's not easy. Um, what, what are your thoughts about Mark Cuban? I know he can be a controversial guy, but I'll tell you one thing. His players, the, the, his players love him. Yeah, I've met him. I don't know him very well, but he's done a great job. He's put a great product on the floor. <clears throat> the business is, is doing very well. And sometimes you have to look beyond the maybe the style and look at the substance of what he's saying. And overall, I think he's been very, very good. All righty. We're listening to Tommy Smith today, former MTSU men's assistant uh, basketball coach. Uh, We'll take a quick break. We'll be right back, and Chip Walters will join us with the Blue Raider Insider Report. Get it later from the paper or get it now from the radio. WGNSRadio.com. Weird News Radio WGNS 100.5, 101.9, 1450. Online and on your phone at WGNSRadio.com. Good afternoon. Steady flow of traffic continues on 24 eastbound coming in from Davidson County. We have seen some radar and some units are scattered up and down 24 as you head towards Manchester. It's pretty busy already out here. Uh, sections of Last Cassius Pie. Hey, Gatlinburg Wine Cellar, their home of the world famous cotton candy wine. Yes, they have other flavors. You got to check them out. They're great. GatlinburgWineCellar.com. I'm Commander Chuck with your on-time traffic. Listen each weekday morning at 9 o'clock for the Roundtable here on News Radio WGNS. Interesting hosts and guests with the news, views, politics, sports, and people that are shaping Rutherford County here on News Radio WGNS. 
Your ride, your stuff. You live with them together. I'm State Farm Agent Bud Morris. It's smart to protect them together to help life go right. Give me a call at 615-893-1417. And let me help you save by combining your auto and renters. Your home, your auto, together, they're where life happens. I'm State Farm Agent Bud Morris. It's smart to protect them together. Give me a call at 615-893-1417. And let me help you save by combining your home and auto. Whether you need general vehicle upkeep and maintenance or a complete vehicle overhaul, Hall's Auto Care is here for you. We're locally owned and operated by Greg Hall and have been in business since 2014. You'll get excellent service and trustworthy advice with Hall's Auto Care. A-plus rated with the Better Business Bureau. We're ready to help get you safely on the road. Hall's Auto Care, 907 Ridgely Road, just off Broad Street behind Chili's. Online at hallsautocare.net. Hall's Auto Care. It's time. Show your true blue. Blue Raiders. It's time for the Blue Raider Insider Report with Chip Walters. Sponsored by Mike Tanzel with My Team Insurance, Steve Rucker and RAI Advisors, and Wayne Blair with Rayburn Insurance. Go Blue Raiders. When you think insurance, think Wayne Blair with Rayburn Insurance 200 South Lowry in Smyrna. Rayburn is an independent agency, so Wayne will shop multiple national companies to make your best insurance deal. It's personal with Wayne, whether working in community, schools, or insurance. Trust Wayne Blair, your full-service insurance agent. 390-8476. Wayne Blair, Rayburn Insurance, 390-8476. All sports talk on News Radio WGNS. On FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and streaming at WGNSRadio.com. Well, good afternoon, everybody, and big news out of Blue Raider Tennis. Blue Raider head coach Jimmy Borendame, fresh off one of the best men's tennis seasons in program history, has agreed to a new five-year contract extension, as announced by Director of Athletics Chris Massaro. Uh, earlier today. Born Dame, who was named ITA Ohio Valley and Conference USA Coach of the Year, guided the Blue Raiders to their third straight Conference USA Championship and a 28-5 record in the 21-22 season. The 28 wins were the most in program history, and Middle Tennessee also fashioned its best record in its rich men's tennis history program. Middle Tennessee was awarded the number 16 overall seat in the NCAA tournament this year and reached the round of 32 for just the third time in school history. The Blue Raiders also had a 17-match win streak, equaling the longest longest in program history. They also defeated nine ITA-ranked and eight Power 5 opponents and had the highest ITA team rank in more than 20 years as they finished 15th. So congratulations to Jimmy Borendame and his family. He will be a Blue Raider for the next five years and with that new tennis complex coming online very shortly middle tennessee will have some of the very best college tennis facilities in the entire country so that will uh, break ground uh, later this summer all right 
Let's go next and talk about softball. Middle Tennessee head coach Jeff Breeden announced the signing of University of Maryland Eastern Shore sophomore transfer Julia Garcia on Thursday. She is a native of Cornwall, New York, and joins the Blue Raiders from Maryland Eastern Shore with three years of eligibility left after sitting out the 21 season and competing and starting in all 51 contests during the 22 season for the Hawks. So congratulations there. Also in softball news, Gretchen Mead was selected as one of 14 recipients for the 2022 Conference USA Jim Castaneda Postgraduate Scholarship as announced by the league office on Thursday. She's the first Blue Raiders softball player to receive the scholarship since Middle Tennessee joined Conference USA in 2013. Well, if you've watched the progress of the new glass going into the glass house uh, it's coming right along the university is part of the build blue campaign is replacing all of the antiquated glass with a more modern system the new sage glass system will offer a better appearance while providing automatic dimming for glare control it will allow the benefits of natural light without aesthetic limitations of blinds shades or curtains if you're around campus and look want to know what the finished product is going to look like if you look at the south side which is the side that faces the old alumni memorial gym that is pretty much complete you'll see all the new glass and the new borders around the panes of glass that's how it's going to look all the way around so the next time you're over that way give it a look all right blue raider athletes were out and about uh, in town earlier today, uh, representatives of several programs uh, spent uh, their morning uh, picking up trash along the Murfreesboro Greenway. They ended up filling up 25 bags and gathering 375 pounds of trash on the Greenway Trail earlier today. So if you're out on the Greenway this afternoon or this weekend and you see that it looks a little cleaner, you can thank your Blue Raiders for making that happen. Blue Raider track and field continues, including tonight uh, in, in on ESPN2 and also uh, coming up tomorrow, Usilla Chip Kimmy will be in the 1,500-meter final, uh, and uh, so be looking for her uh, coming up this weekend on ESPN and ESPN2. All right, that's it for today. Everybody have a safe and happy weekend. We'll talk to you again on Monday. Hi, this is Chip Walters with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates. Do you like country living and still being close to everything? I may have exactly what you're looking for. It's a custom-built home just off 840, three bedrooms, two baths, all the bedrooms on the main floor, two-car attached garage, and a two-car detached garage. It's a great place. you got to see it. Give me a call, 615-542-1915. I'm Chip Walters with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates. All sports talk on News Radio WGNS on FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and streaming at WGNSRadio.com. Welcome back to All Sports Talk. Tommy Smith joining us today, former NTSU men's assistant basketball coach and spent a lot of time in the CBA, the developmental leagues, the NBA, a lot of time on the golf course these days as he's retired. Um, Tommy, talk about Bruce Stewart. Obviously, he's passed away and uh, what he meant to you and just uh, 
you know, he was a coach. He was a coach, you know, when he left here, he went and coached junior college and was extremely successful, pouring in all kinds of talent to teams across the country. Yeah, uh, rest of soul, Bruce was a great coach, extremely hardworking, probably wasn't the most politically correct guy. I don't mean that in a bad way. He just minded his own business and did his own thing. But he really loved to coach basketball. The work ethic was off the charts. I mean, we, we hit it hard. We ran every morning at like 5 a.m. and we're in the office team met for breakfast. And he, uh, he's won, he won everywhere he's been. I miss him a lot. I still remember where I was when he called to tell me he was sick. Actually, was in a, a hotel room in New York, and won a lot of games for Middle Tennessee. Did a whole did a whole bunch of good things. Like I say, politi- probably not the most politically correct guy, but he just minded his own business. But I tell you what, we had some good times and some good players, and won a lot of games. You look at the college game now. Obviously, it's changed with the NIL and the transfer portal, and all that. And you know, I. I read a few years ago before this portal thing even came around that 64% of uh, men's basketball players transfer it would at a Division One team transferred one year. So, but they had to set out. So now that you've got this portal, uh, they, they can just go. They, you know, it's kind of open season. What do you think that does for the high school kids that are you know trying to earn their scholarship? I mean, obviously the Five, four and five star players are going to go wherever they want, but what do you think it's doing to the game? Well, it's, it's, college sports definitely has free agency now. That's all there is to it. Whether you're, you know, transferring or, or being recruited, this NIL thing was very uh, poorly conceived in terms of uh, rules and policies and regulations. It's, you know, it's just a complete failure of leadership. And there's just free agency now. And I'm not against the guys making money; they should. But there, there should have been some policies in place. Nick Saban was not wrong what he said. And now with the transfer portal, you know, it, it's it's tough. And, it, and I think it's tough for schools. You know, even like Middle Tennessee, you have a really good player who, who jumps out and he's better than anywhere, you know than anybody thought. He can put himself in the free market. It's, it's really remarkable. And uh, I, I think being a college coach today would be a whole lot different than it was when I was in it. So it's not easy, and, and uh, it's, there, there's still the same amount of players that go around, so that's all relative. Boy, it's a different landscape, and, and I, I, I just don't know if it's that healthy for the game overall. You know, I brought this up many times, and, you know, the, the team that Middle had that beat um, – uh, Michigan State in the NCAA tournament, they had a kid that uh, came in here from Alabama, Giddy Potts, you know, started as a freshman, averaged about 14, 15 points. And, you know, all the, a lot of these guys, they got their handlers and people give them advice. You know, if that portal had been in place, and, you know, he was a good – he was a great four-year player here. And uh, you don't – sometimes, you know, you get them and they're really good for three. But, I mean, he was an impact player from the get-go. Well, you got to wonder, you know, would he have played here all four years? And add NIL inducements to that. You know, I think uh, – I went to a Belmont game last year. I don't remember the kid's name. They had a really good-looking freshman from, from Georgia that, that was going to be a really, really good player. He left. I don't remember where he went. And that's got to be tough. It really is. 
it's almost like being a Division One coach now is almost like being a junior college coach. You got to turn your roster over somewhat every year. Yeah, it's, and it's almost like you got to re-recruit the players that are on your roster. No question. To make sure they are still uh, planning on staying, you know. So because I can tell you, there is tampering going on. <laughs> oh yeah, there's no doubt. Like you said, it's 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 a wild wild west out there, isn't it? It is. It really is. Um. The game itself, though, I mean, it's, you know, the NCAA tournament is still, I think, one of the, you know, and for me, really, particularly those first two days is some of the best drama there is out there because you know somebody big time's going home early. You just don't know who it is. It is. Uh, like Kentucky this year, I, and I wish that it never happened because it's negotiated between the players union and the NBA, I wish players had to spend two years in college. Uh, you get used to them more. You know, it's, uh, you think back to Tim Duncan playing four years, and I, I'm, I don't like the one and done. It, it is today's world. It's all business related. But I wish guys would stay in college an extra year to develop not just on the court, but learn how to be a teammate, deal with the media, those types of things. Uh, and selfishly, I'd like to have, you know, the best players in college and then head on to the NBA, but that, it won't happen. It's just the reality we have. And, these, you know, these kids get a chance to make some money. I don't, I don't fault them a bit. Yeah, you know, they get, they get the chance to, you know, get in, you know, in their, their trade and, and make money. And I think another thing what college does, and you mentioned part of it there, is, I mean, they're, they're helping get these young men – polished in many ways learn how to travel you know learn how to deal with the media so i mean it's still it's it's a pretty good deal for both the league and the the player that's right that's right and like i said that's not an nba rule it has to be negotiated with the players association and uh as a as a college basketball fan uh, i wish they stayed for two years but now with the with the, with the g league you know uh, they come out and then go in there and get their feet wet while they're getting paid, and and, and good for them. It's just different. I, I I still think back to the old days when freshmen were ineligible. You know, in the, had they have a freshman team, it was more of an innocent time back then. But they'll never never be like that again. We're joined today by Tommy Smith, former MTSU men's assistant basketball coach. We'll take a break and be right back. Murfreesboro's home to some amazing people, so tune in this Sunday to the Mr. Murfreesboro Show with Bill Wilson and Michael Lynn White as they talk to some of these amazing people every Sunday from 9 until 10 p.m. and give you just what you need to kick off your week with a day. Good afternoon. A steady flow of traffic continues on. 24 eastbound coming in from Davidson County. We have seen some radar and some units are scattered up and down. 24 as you head towards Manchester. It's pretty busy already out here. Uh, sections of Last Cassius Pie. A Gatlinburg wine cellar. They're home of the world famous cotton candy wine. Yes, they have other flavors. you got to check them out. They're great. GatlinburgWineCellar.com. I'm Commander Chuck with your on-time traffic. We do it your way at Pizza. Order a royal feast or create your own pizza online now at SirPizzaTN.com. Carry out delivery for dinner tonight at SirPizzaTN.com. 
At Creekside Assisted Living of Murfreesboro, we provide excellence and service while maintaining the dignity of our residents in a home-like atmosphere. Come see our new community, which includes bistros, salons, a library, and spacious activity areas. A kind, friendly, and well-trained staff can help residents with the daily activities of life. Locally owned by Blue Raider alumni Tim Keach and Ken Ayer. Find out more about Creekside Assisted Living, 895-3002, or online at www.creeksideassistedliving.com. Parks Auction, we handle everything. Whether you're buying or selling a home or whether you're buying or selling commercial property, the auction is just so much easier, quicker, smoother. My wife and I sold our personal home. Parks Auctions helped us with that. The house brought about 20% more than we were going to ask for. Visit our website at parksauction.com to learn more. Stan Vaught and the Parks Auction team are proud supporters of local high school and MTSU sports. All sports talk on News Radio W. WGNS on FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and streaming at WGNSRadio.com. Welcome back to All Sports Talk. Tommy Smith joining us today, former Blue Raider men's assistant basketball coach. And the um, do you watch much college ball? I do. I do. I'll, I'll watch more now that I have time, but yes, I do. Um, how how has it changed from a scouting standpoint? You know, that's a great question, Monty. I, I'm not sure I can answer it. I, I think the game, it, it seems like the game in some ways has slowed down, even though with the shot clock. I don't, my own personal preferences, I don't like watching a game where the coach dominates every dribble. I, I like, I always look back to John Wooden and Mike Krzyzewski and Bill Jackson and guys like that who, who kind of sat back and let their teams play. And in college, uh, you know, the college is the coaches dominate, the pros, the best players dominate. But the game, I guess the three-point shot would be the biggest change in terms of scouting. And uh, it's it, it probably, I guess it mirrors the NBA on a smaller level. It's a lot of high pick and rolls and three-point shots and things like that. And when you've been, and one other thing, when you've been in the pro game as long as I had, you you go watch other games and you instantly think nobody's any good, which is not true because the, the professionals are so good and so big and so strong. It's, it's pretty amazing. You know, um, I think one thing's kind of neat was, you know, growing up watching ball. I remember when I was a student, we had our section and it was always right behind the other team's bench. And back then, a coach could come if they they could send a coach to scout the game, actually watch you. And um, yeah. I remember Coach Deaton at Tech came one day, and um, he sat right, literally right in front. As soon as he came in, we yelled, "Sit down, Coach!" And uh, he started laughing. He goes, "I love you guys. Y'all y'all are the blankety blank uh, student section in our conference." <laughs> yeah. And he um. There were some great rivalries back then. Oh, yeah. And, uh, you know, so obviously they don't do that more, but technology has changed so much. You don't ex- you don't swap film or anything like that. Uh, Even in football, you've got every play they run uh, at your disposal. That's right. That's right. It's a different landscape, isn't it? Sure is. So you, you, you living in the Nashville area, right? Live in Nashville. I uh, have a uh, golf cottage down in Lake Reynolds, Georgia, so I kind of go back and forth to that. And 
uh, you know, I went, uh, I'm not, I've traveled so much. I really don't like traveling more, even though last fall I went to Italy for 20 days, <laughs> just crossed Italy. And that was a, that was a fabulous trip, but I'm kind of, I've, I've, like I say, I was taking 130, 150 flights a year for like 14 years. So I'm, I've now become acquainted with something I hadn't done in 40 years, which is taking an afternoon nap. Afternoon nap. Yeah. There you go. Hey, back on the NBA, I was going to mention we um, we talked about how they market their program. They got a heck of a union too, and revenue sharing with the players and all that, don't they? Yeah, that's all collectively bargained. The union and the and the uh, the league, and they they do, they really do. And the NBA is in a really good spot. Uh, the late David Stern, I, I think, is the best commissioner ever. Uh, Adam has done a spectacular job. He's a good man. He's very intelligent. Really like him a lot. He's done a terrific job. You, it's not easy following a guy like David Stern. Yeah. And you get that kind of leadership at the top, and uh, you're going to be good. And the NBA is in a great spot. And in these finals, I don't know what the ratings are. I don't get the, the metrics anymore, but I'm sure they're pretty good. And uh, I just I think the NBA is, is just getting better and better. You know, and the, 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 the talent coming in from colleges, and then you've got the international flavor. It's, it's really remarkable. It really is. And you know, and I I follow college basketball a, a, a ton, and they, I even catch myself like, and I guess I'm leading up to just if you can play, you're going to get in that league because That's right. they'll bring somebody in off the bench or somebody will be starting, and I'll be like, where did he play college ball? That, that's exactly right. Second round picks are very valuable in the NBA, and they like I said, I go back to the. The practice facilities and the developmental piece of, the, of these NBA teams is I mean, these are these are billion dollar multi billion dollar assets, and their research and development department is remarkable. And all the teams do a great job of, of, of developing their talent. Some you know do better than others, but you're exactly right. You see guys come up, and you think, where did he come from? And they're they're all over the place. They sure are. Your thoughts on Ja Morant? He's a he's a game changer and a crowd pleaser, isn't he? He's a terrific player. I don't know him, but he appears to be a great kid. You wonder how South Carolina, you know, you talk about scouting, how in the world they let him get out of there, I'll never know. Or that, for that matter, Clemson or anybody, because he is terrific. And he's getting better and better. And, boy, Memphis is in a terrific spot. They are really improved. They've got some good young talent. And that city's on fire with with, uh, with the Grizzlies, and uh, we actually put their G League team for them down there across the river Mississippi, and they're they're good guys. Their GM uh, Zach won the uh, executive of the year. It's a terrific franchise. They've done really well. It's great to see. I know Moran. I saw him play here one time against Middle, and he had like eight. He had like six points and like ten assists already, and then. Of course, he ended up getting about 18 points, but you just watched him. You knew, okay, that's just a different level. This guy can turn it on whenever he wants to. You know, that that's interesting. That's correct. I remember when I was I was in New York because uh, I didn't live there, but I was there all the time. And Davidson was playing West Virginia at Madison Square Garden, and I think it was Steph Curry's junior year, and went to the game. And he, I'm I'm guessing they got beat. I'm just guessing 77 to. 60 something like that and he had probably 25 points he was probably six 
seven for 19, seven for 20, you know, not overwhelming stats. And the people I with said, he's not that good, is he? I said, no, he's not. He's, he's bleeping great. And they said, what do you mean? I said, well, and this, you know how Bob Huggins' teams are. Yeah. If, if, if he's not on Davidson's team, they don't lose by 15, they lose by 50. And you have to look at what a guy can do for his team. And that's what uh, Steph Curry did. That's what John Morant did. You know, you think back to Dwayne Wade, he took Marquette to the Final Four. So there's those those guys, uh, Giddy Potts took Middle Tennessee to height. You know, if you're, if, you're, if you're that good, your team will win a certain amount of games. Yeah. Well, you guys certainly had players like that. And um, speaking of Murray State, they did too, didn't they? Oh, that was a great rivalry. I mean, we we had with Popeye Jones and Warren Kidd and Greg Allen versus Robert Taylor. It was some good players, good hard competition, and uh, it was just it was just a it was a great time. I, if I had one regret, I, I look back, it's not really a regret. I didn't really recruit Popeye Jones because we already had Warren Kidd. If I was, I probably I should have, but we got should have took both of them. Yeah, you know. Um... The uh, yeah, Popeye, he was a player, you know, Bubba Wells up at Austin P and oh, yeah. Trenton Hassel. I mean, there was like you said, that league was so good then. You're not kidding. Eastern Kentucky with Max Good was good, Moorhead State was good, and then Akron and Youngstown came in. You know, Bob Huggins knew what he was doing. And I, I don't, I can't speak to, to was Middle and Sun Belt or Conference USA? I get them mixed up. They're in Conference USA now. I, I, I can't. Compare that to the old OVC back then. Uh, you'd have to do that for me, but I know this: back then the OVC had a boatload of talent. Yeah, they did. I mean, and um, yeah, I mean, you mentioned you had guys going pro. I remember um, I, I go up there. You guys were already gone, and uh, Moorhead had a guy named Brett Roberts, who I knew more from baseball because he was going to be a high baseball pick. He gets 48 in basketball against middle one night. Yeah, you know? and then they had a left-handed guy, I'm forgetting his name, who played in the NBA. Yeah, sure did. I mean, yeah. they, they, they knew what they were doing. I mean, yeah. you know, the the recruiting was vicious back then. You know, and that you know, it's a shame that league's kind of blown up now. Everybody's kind of gone their own way, you know. It really is. You know, I like – uh, tradition. Uh, that's why I love the Masters. You know, they they've stuck to their tradition, and the rivalries are all gone. You know, it's just it, to me, it's not the same. But you know, things change. I get that. I, that doesn't mean, mean I have to like them. Well, Tom, it's been great catching up with you, Monty. Thank you for having me. You've always been a great friend. Uh, always, always loved going to Monty Hale Arena. And, uh, you know, Jay Colley's a dear friend of mine. I, d- I did not have the privilege of knowing your dad, but Jay used to tell me about him. And knowing you, I know how special man he was. And coaching in the middle was some of the most fun time I ever had. I really was. And I'm really, you know, I graduated and I'm really proud. Football's good. Men's basketball is really good. Women's team is good. I don't, uh, I think baseball's doing well. I just think uh, you have to give the athletic director a ton of credit because. That's a well-run place up there, and uh, Diane Cummings is a very good friend of mine, the Diane Turnham, I should say, and I've just got a lot of friends still up there, and it's, it's just nice to be sort of touching back to Middle Tennessee. All right, Coach, I always call you Coach. Have a good one. 
Bonnie, keep in touch, buddy. Thank you. Bye. That's Tommy Smith joining us today. That'll do it for today. That'll do it for the week. Everybody have a great weekend. All sports talk on News Radio WGNS has been brought to you by State Farm agents Andy Womack, Bud Morris, and Deb Ensel, Chip Walters with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates, First Bank, Mike Tanzel with My Team Insurance, Parks Auction Company, Greg Hall with Hall's Auto Care, Steve Ruckert with RAI Advisors, Jennings and Ears Funeral Home, Creekside at Three Rivers Assisted Living, and Wayne Blair with Rayburn Insurance.